BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, everybody. How's it going? My name's Jordan, and welcome back to the You're Gonna Die podcast, episode 7. Jesus, we're on episode seven already. That's crazy. It's been seven weeks of podcasting so far. Um, So yeah, once again, like always, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. If you could go leave a rating, like download this, share it to your friends, basically everything, any of those little things, basically give me a help. So yeah, I really do appreciate it. And thank you so much for your support so far. If you haven't already, go follow my social media. My Instagram is at underscore. That's H-O-W-E-S-Y dot underscore. My YouTube's Housey, spelt the same way, and you'll be able to find all of my other social media links through there. So yeah, without further ado, let's get right into the podcast. I hope you enjoy. So today's episode, we have a new guest on and this guest is special to my heart. We've actually mentioned him a few times in the past and it is Charlie, aka LKU on Instagram, my best mate and we've been best mates for mm, good like maybe five years now. Charlie, introduce yourself. How are you doing? Yo guys, what's going on? It's Charlie here, um, also known as LKU on Instagram. Um, so yeah, basically I'm just going to on the podcast today. It's going to be talking a little bit about Urbex photography wise um and how i met jordan and a few missions we've been on mm-hmm. so yeah i'm so gassed like me and charlie have so many stories that we can tell like we've been on so many trips together especially in this year as well but we're pretty much going to get right into that so uh charlie i asked this to most of the people who come on what got you into urbex to start off with what happened so urbex was always like a thing in my head like climbing things because i used to when i was younger i used to do a lot of like youtube videos as everyone did when they were younger and um, I guess just having a camera just always like led to taking photos. So standard. From that, I guess I just started doing that. Got bored of street shots or whatever, and then I just decided to climb some scaffolding. Yeah. On a yeah. local estate, as you know, everyone already has. <laughs> as it always the, starts. Always. Um, but yeah, from that started climbing bigger things and bigger things. Started to watch YouTubers like Nightscape, like Ali Law, and sort of characters. I kind of just sprung my mind to come to London and start climbing a little bit more. And that's basically how I'm here now. So Yeah. What age did you like roughly start climbing? Um, uh, Climbing probably like 14, 15. Yeah, literally, man. Um, it's mad, isn't it? It's crazy to me. But yeah, now I'm 18. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting on some like way taller climbs than what I was when I was 15. <laughs> oh, big facts. Honestly, me too. But um, we actually sort of started like climbing in London properly at the same time, didn't we, roughly? Yeah, yeah. Like, we started climbing stuff together, actually. Like, we met on a big climb. So we were pretty fresh back then. Like, I've already actually mentioned this story in my in my last uh, two podcasts ago, sorry, on the top three scariest climbs. We actually met doing the climb on Newfoundland, but we never actually got your point of view from what actually happened. So feel free to tell that quick story. Okay, so this was a 
a day where there was no workers. I'm pretty sure it was a bank holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Jordan saw that as an opportunity to try and climb one of the tallest skyscrapers in London at the time. Um, without any thought, we basically just hopped over like one of the main fences. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't worry about cameras. We thought, our oh, security, now nah, they're not here. So we just basically hopped in, hoped for the best. Um, I remember as soon as jumping over the wall, Jordan saying it's going to be fine. <laughs> I, I personally didn't think it would be. I was kind of a little bit scared. But I was like, okay, nah, I believe him. It'll be fine. Uh, we got just before the stairwell of the site. We managed to locate the stairwell. Um, just about. Yeah, ju- just about. Um, we kind of got like hid behind this like uh, like stack of cinder blocks. And I just remember some security guard running mm. at full speed towards us. I literally, I don't think Jordan saw him at the time. And I was like, Jordan, there's someone coming. Jordan obviously sees them and sprints out the site, jumps up the scaffolding, <laughs> exits swiftly, gone. Me, on the other hand, I was stuck in the site. I was trying to climb through the scaffolding. Not a chance. The security guard, big dolly, grabs my yeah, leg from the fence, literally like gets good grip of my like leg and just rips me off of this fence. And then I got taken into a back room. Um, and... Yeah, pretty much is ruined in a um in a security office. Yeah. Um and yeah, one of the head head officers of the whole uh, estate had to come, um, had a conversation with me. Um Yeah, it was and kinda of put me one. in my place. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it was a crazy one. But I've just realised actually we, we actually met before that. And we met before that in what we call Kochbot. <laughs> Kochbot was basically like a part a communal accommodation area for a for a university in London. It's not a thing anymore, so it's not really baiting it out. But basically whenever we used to go to London, we used to climb over this fence behind a university and go into where they would do like communal studying. So there were like sofas and TVs and like a sink and a bathroom with a shower and everything. It was almost like a little apartment. And basically I went there with a group of my friends. Um we were all there and then Charlie and his friend Niall then ended up coming as well. And I was asleep at this point, and you just come into the building, didn't it? Yeah, I um literally, we knew about this place. I didn't know, I didn't really think anything of it, like anyone else knowing about this place. So I was like, okay, cool, we we'll just go here. We had nowhere to go. Um, I'm pretty sure it was raining. I'm pretty sure the weather got yeah, the dead. weather was gross. That's why we went to this coach spot, as Jordan says. Um, I basically went in, um, met a few boys I'd seen on Instagram, so I said hi, and then Jordan was on the sofa asleep, and I was like, wait, I, I recognise this kid. And then he obviously woke up later on throughout that night, like discovered we were there. And then we just got chatting from there pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, I just woke up to your being like, I know yeah, who you were really. before because we had spoke on socials and stuff. But like, yeah, that was the first time we like properly, properly met. But that night was a bit of a mad one. We weren't too successful. We actually tried to climb a roof that night um, and we couldn't manage to find a way in, but we also couldn't go back to Cotchbot. I think we got kicked out that night or something by yeah. the security guard. Yeah. So we ended up sleeping on a like a hard concrete floor of a dirty council estate building. And <laughs> like, like that the top floor. And that was like floor. our first big like that was our first little thing together to be fair. And like what a first little trip to be on, like just Honestly, sleeping man. in around some random stairwell. Like didn't even have a sleeping bag or a hammock. Like we literally just slept on the floor like concrete. Oh it was gross. Smell like piss. <laughs> It was so gross, <laughs> well, isn't it? It did. It was grim. <laughs> yeah, literally, man. But yeah, so that's like kind of where we first met. Like we went on a few other climbs since then. And then we've, a couple years have passed. Like we'll go through some stories anyway, but a couple years have passed of just climbing together. And the first story I want to talk about, and I'm just going to mention a few key words, scaffolding <laughs> and assault on me in an appropriate, inappropriate way. Sorry. I'll let, you know what, Charlie? You, you can start this one. Go ahead. Fire away. 
Okay, so it was around you like bastard. <laughs> it was around like nine thirty p.m. Uh, it was a construction site that I've never really seen before. Um, I guess I just thought, yeah, we'll give this a go. Um, we were actually with a couple more people. Can't remember exactly who we were with at the time, but me and Jordan basically we were all together. We got to the roof of this building. We were chilling. Everything was all good. Um, a little after that, we decided to leave. We were climbing down a lift shaft, which is like basically a really thin crane that just goes down the side of the building like you've obviously seen them before but we basically climbed down the side of that not thinking anything of it not trying to be quiet because nothing really happened like we had no signs of security everything was fine as we were climbing down this we saw two police officers look directly at me and jordan they just so happened to be walking past it was actually yeah, a yeah i think it was a protest was going on yeah um one of the protests so they were just there on call anyway and they literally just just stared at us, flashlights gleaming, absolutely beaming <laughs> like, through these yeah, poles. Yeah, like a portable sun, like a big thing. It was it was a big boy. It just shone literally all over us, and we were like, okay, they know we're here. Um, me and Jordan, everyone splits up, and then I find Jordan hiding in some scaffolding. I then see Jordan. I'm like, oh, Jordan. I basically ran towards him. Um, and as you did that, like the police started yeah. shining a torch right yeah, yeah, yeah. at where you was running. So the police then obviously heard me on the uh, like the wooden panels that have been placed against the scaffolding <laughs> for the workers to walk on. I was running across it. If you've ever been in construction site, you know they're not quiet. There's some that are like pretty sturdy, and then there's some that are loose and they are rattly. <laughs> I was running across the rattliest, most loudest pieces of wood I've ever like stepped on in my life. Um, Jordan then sees the like the the sunbeam coming up from these police officers. <laughs> Murk my eyes. <laughs> And he just hits the deck. Like, he just belly flops yeah, to the Yeah, straight floor. belt buckle. Like, I'm on my, on my... Yeah. Like, I obviously saw him do this. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to do the same thing. But I didn't realise how close I was to him at this point. I slapped on top of him. Like, he was, he was like, like, <laughs> body down. And I bodied him, like, on top. So there's just two You mounted people. me. You're, you're going thought, around yeah. the bush. You mounted me like okay. a horse. Okay, okay. That did happen. But it had to happen like there was no way we were going to get away if that didn't happen so i just had to lay down as quick as i could <laughs> on top of me no matter what Charlie situation straddled me on some scaffolding i literally i'm not even gonna lie no homo yeah i felt shaft in <laughs> on my ass like it was it was resting on my ass it, it, i literally had to happen there was no other... i was going i was struggling like Charlie, Charlie, get off me get off me he's like no no they're looking they're looking i'm like wiggling like, i'm trying to get out and charlie's pinning me down like, on my front it was the single most violating thing i've ever felt on my life <laughs> okay well on a better note we got away that that was like the key the key feature that we got away and we didn't get caught yeah we smashed so, it if just, anything i've done the right thing left with my dignity completely gone <laughs> i never felt something like it in my life it was devastating for me but Is yeah it? we end up just sprinting out and end up meeting tom later on but yeah we all got away so yeah i don't love you for that like, that's <laughs> that's sorry. what i'm saying but talking about like getting chased and stuff we we've never well, we haven't been so lucky all of the times. Um, not at all. The not. little, the next story I was going to bring up was uh, so there's this there's this roof that we call cowboy hat because it's a bit shaped like a cowboy hat. Me and Charlie happened to be doing it one day, and uh, we were on the roof just chilling, taking photos. We actually got some pretty sick shots from that, so you can check both our Instagrams out, and you'll be able to find that at some point. If you do find it, comment, and if you think it's that one and you guess it right, I'll give you a shout out. So just message me. But um, yeah, essentially, we were climbing this roof and we heard two voices we heard the little police boop, boop, radio at the top of the door that we'd come through and there were these two really nice women police officers yeah. or, or so we thought and they were going you're right boys like 
you should probably come down, like, just come down, we'll talk to you, like, nothing's going to happen. In the it's most not soothing deep. voice. Like, they were so soothing. <laughs> and, like, we were pretty, like, I don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't say inexperienced, but, like, for some reason, we just get, they were so nice, it seemed. But, obviously, like, since then, we've learned our lesson that you shouldn't trust even the most soothing of voices. So, we went over to them, and what happened, Charlie? What happened when we went over? Um, so, yeah, they basically just said to come over, nothing will happen, we'll be fine. We accepted the agreement that nothing would happen, so we decided to stroll over. Um, they basically asked us how we got in. Um, we just said that we just ended up there pretty much. Like, we just managed to get on the roof, like, everything was open, which it was, and we just got on. We then basically got put in, like, this lobby, like, hallway, um, and they basically wanted to search us. Didn't really, like, like they didn't really care as such. They kind of just, like, said, open your bags, let's see what's in. They just basically just unzipped it. Um, I think I took my coat out and they were like, it's fine. Um, asked us for ID. We didn't have anything on us. Um, and then everything was fine. They were going to let us go. But at the time I was, I think I would just like, just turn six. No, I would have been like 17. Yeah, you were 17. Um, but apparently something that they would have given me, I couldn't get because I was too young or I was too old. I can't really remember what it was. You were too was, young. You have to be 18. Okay, so I was too young to get this form, which basically said I can just leave. Um, so what they'd done is they basically took us to uh, Liverpool Street yeah, Station, Liverpool Police Street. Station, and uh, just sat us down, had to give all details, um, and I had to get picked up from an adult, um, <laughs> which at the time, very luckily, very, very luckily, my sister's flatmate absolutely smashed it. Saved us. And just like came and got me, which was fine. Yeah. Um, but later like on like towards the end of the week i got a, i received another letter that me basically too. said that they wrongly accused me of that because they couldn't have Did actually they? yeah they I didn't get that they couldn't they couldn't um give me give it me because you can get it from the age of 16 yeah yeah so yeah, they kept me for no reason which is kind of but we still both got a document through the door yeah. saying yeah. that we were banned from the city of london for a year a whole year. It just actually recently, well, I say recently, a few months ago passed actually. So we're, I think we're it was back. in like October. Yeah, October. End so we're October. we're allowed back to to climb the city of London, which is pretty cool. But yeah, do you remember as well, like when they took us in the back of the van, like they were proper giving us like they were giving us grief. Like the guy was going, oh, "I swear I saw you on Grinder the other day." No, it wasn't. I got a notification on my phone. And yeah. The guy was like, "Oh, is that Grinder?" Yeah. Like, like the police officer was really was just mocking, mocking it. it. Like, Disgraced. yeah, he got rinsed. Do you remember Absolutely. when she started chatting and I was like, oh, have you got a daughter? Yeah, and Jordan's like, just fully sat. Like, we're in this, like, chatting room. Chatting to her daughter. <laughs> we're just in this room and Jordan's just like, oh, have you got a daughter? And oh, then she's pretty. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was a joke, one, to be fair. But that's, like, we haven't really been caught many times, to be fair. Like, no. well, that was, like, the main worst one that we've ever probably received yeah, together. Definitely. I mean, the amount of stuff that we've done to say we've only been caught for a certain things. Times. So fine. And they've been pretty minor as well. I've yeah. never been arrested, personally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can tell that in a bit you know um actually you remember when you got run over outside was it cheese grater or scalpel no it wasn't no it wasn't it was 250 city road oh. in old street um do you want me to explain <laughs> yeah go on so go on. for new year two years ago uh, i think it was 2018 new year um a lot of the boys from venice uh quite a few people from loads of different countries came to london and i think there's about 45 people on this one roof and it was a construction site and we basically just all thought it was fine. Everything was all good. We had a sick night. We then left the building site and there was like 
so many police cars like i can't even like justify how many like police officers <laughs> and surprised. cars there were around this construction site um but as we left everyone was just running and these police cars were going crazy and i was like i i'm not getting arrested like i physically can't so i was like what well, i'm gonna have to like improvise so i took everything out my bag chucked it over me like had spare clothes spare coats i just chucked it all over me like in the nicest way possible i tried to look as homeless as possible so like i was crossing the street and this police car um obviously he's i think there was like two people running which were from the site and they basically went down this like slip road that i was crossing at the same time a police car was turning this police car came at speed like <laughs> rapid fully just conked me and i was like what i was so confused because like i'd just been hit by a police car pretty much so like i kind of looked at the car and luckily enough they apologized to me thinking that i like was just some random guy which worked out in my favor massively because if i'd have got if it would have been like oh wait you've been at a construction site that would have been a big problem so them hitting me and apologizing just made me feel so good about myself yeah big chilling that's fair but yeah no that was just a little one little one for you but um yeah so after that like we were quite good friends at that point but we decided like we wanted to start going a bit further and going on like longer trips and stuff so i think like our second trip, we've already talked about the first Manchester trip where I hung off the crane. So this is after that. That was like our first tr- sort of travel experience together. We decided to go back. So we went on a little trip to Birmingham and we also went to Manchester to do some climbing bits and whatnot. This was like maybe like a month before COVID. So like as as COVID sort of got announced, we were on this trip. But it was like in its early stages where they were telling everyone not to worry and stuff. But yeah, we ended up going to, to Birmingham. There's one little story from Birmingham I want to bring up. And there's this building in Birmingham called the Ball Ring. It's like this big round building. And the way we infiltrated and got it's on the roof... It's actually called Rotunda. Rotunda, is that Rotunda. what it's called? I got yeah. mocked so hard for calling it the Ball Ring building. Why? I don't know. Apparently, like, The Birmingham lot. Any Anyone in Birmingham hates the word Ball Ring building. And apparently, it's like a big thing. Oh, mad. So, like, okay, call Rotunda. it Rotunda. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> You'll get mocked. You'll get triggered. You. My bad. Um, yeah, so... What happened? We started off by just like tailgating him. We followed a resident yeah, past yeah, yeah. the past the the concierge, and the concierge questioned us as always, "What are you doing? Where are you going?" We was like, "Oh, we're just gonna go see a resident," and he was like, "No, you got to wait down here. Like, you got to wait down here." And then like he looked away for a split second, didn't it? Yeah, and that was perfect timing. As the lift pinged its doors open, he was looking away, and we just ran in, innit? We basically just like slipped ourselves into this lift and thought, you know what, like <laughs> we we're gonna walked. do it. We're gonna do it. Like we're actually gonna do this. Like yeah. the security guard doesn't want this smoke. Like he's done. He for doesn't it. want this. Yeah. And then we went up in the lift, and like we knew that he was coming. Like we knew he was coming. So we went to yeah. the roof door, and we was like, we just need to be rapid. Like <laughs> we got to the roof door, and it was just open, innit? Like yeah, yeah, there yeah. were there were yeah. uh, workers on the roof, like resurfacing the roof. And we ran past them. I don't know how we snuck round them I to get the know. first bit. Like, I we don't know. almost literally got it perfect down to a T when they were just round the corner. And we literally sprinted up the ladder, up onto the roof. And then while we were up, up there, like they saw us, didn't they? Yeah. They saw us. So like we basically got onto the window cleaner's arm, which you've all probably seen on a building. It's like the big like block and then like the two little prongs at the end on like roofs of London or like any building to be fair. Um, we were basically sitting on that um, and that's when one of the guys saw us and to be fair no one said anything nothing really got said so we just like we knew that we had to leave quickly because we knew the security guard knew that we were there so like we just wanted to get up get photos get down it was literally that simple not even like spend any time so we climbed down this like ladder um, left the building but as we were leaving 
um, me and Jordan had to split up. I can't remember why. Do you, do you remember? No, I think I think you were. I was like asking you to close the roof door or something or other, and then yeah. I saw a cleaner, and I think you ran up and I ran oh, okay, into yeah. one floor. Yeah, it makes sense. So we somehow got split up, and then I remember on the 18th floor, I think it was. I had to call the lift. I just ran down a few flights of stairs just in case the security guard called the top floor because that's where like he knew we were. Um, but yeah, I basically just went to the 18th floor and there was this cleaning, like a cleaner. And she was just like so confused. Like I feel like she had a radio as well. And mm-hmm. the security guard must have just said, uh, two boys given a little bit of a description and said that they need to leave the building. So that basically just like happened. I got to the bottom of the building and I just met Jordan at the bottom and then yeah. we just left. Like nothing really, nothing else really came from it. Yeah, they they were, you know what? The guy had left the concierge desk. I yeah. heard him running around. Yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. him running up and down Definitely, the floors yeah. and in the stairwell. So he was like actively chasing us around the building. But yeah. we got lucky, lucky with that. Well, yeah, like we everything did. went to plan. Like getting past him went to plan. Yeah. Sneaking past the workers went to plan. Then getting down and out went to plan. So we got quite good luck on that, to be fair. I do feel like the consequences would be quite bad as well. I don't know why. I've just got a vibe that I feel like we would have got, we would have got a bit of a punishment that day. Yeah, trust, hundred percent. But yeah, we haven't we've met we've touched on it a bit in the past, but people often wonder how we end up sleeping on these trips. And for those who know me and know what we do, we don't sleep in hotels, we don't pay for anything no. like that. We literally take our hammocks and our sleeping bags and we just find places to sleep. And in Birmingham, that place of choice was like some top roof thing opposite like this construction site that we'd been exploring. But I just remember this little funny thing that happened while we were climbing up the scaffolding, we were trying to be hella sneaky. We were trying to find this place to sleep. And we had these little bags of food and Charlie had bought like this desired chocolate milk. Like he, this was like his it gas moment. It was It was so nice looking. I just wanted to drink it so bad. From the like, moment you was, bought it, innit? You yeah. were just gassed about it. And uh, essentially like, <laughs> Charlie climbed up the scaffolding and he went, yeah, chop me the bag, chop me the bag. And I chopped this was a bag, like a Tesco's bag. bag. Full of food. Yeah. Full. And this bag, like, didn't quite go all the way up and just fell back down. Chocolate milk slipped out. It was almost in slow motion, yeah. And this chocolate milk hit the floor at some considerable pace and just exploded everywhere. And chocolate milk went everywhere. And I just remember Charlie's beady little eyes looking through the scaffold and his mouth just dropped. And he was like, bruv, my milk. And I was just, like, creasing about it. <laughs> it oh, was such true. a sore turnout the biggest sore turnout that whole trip i reckon like, yeah it was quite sad you it were so gassed time. about it <laughs> <laughs> that was a sick trip though like even that that uh sleeping arrangement was sick yeah. we ended up just sleeping on that roof yeah um and we woke up and then next day manchester we ended up, end up going towards manchester um for those who have listened to podcasts before, I think we've talked about a few of the stories from Manchester, so we're not going to go into that one. But the next part of what we sort of did as a as a two was traveling a little bit further. We actually started going like a little bit more around the UK. We started going towards like Midlands way as yeah. well. We like before that, we just only really got Manchester and like Birmingham was a new one to us. And me and Charlie essentially started this new thing. And what we call it is a Midlands lurk. And the Midlands or lurk in general is just like we would just take my car like a, a tent, our hammocks, it, we're tent in case we needed it, and some supplies, and we'd just go out for like four or five days at a time, just like exploring buildings, climbing buildings, like pretty much just doing a mad one. And this was before the first lockdown got announced. So COVID was a thing, but there was no lockdown. But we just decided, we woke up and was like, you know what, we're going to drive to Wales. And I drove to Charlie's house. We were like, basically, we wanted to go climb this pylon near Charlie's house for the first night. And we ended up driving there, climbing the pylon, and then 
while we were on the pylon, do you remember we got the, the announcement for lockdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got down and then we looked on our phones and was like, oh shit, Boris has just announced a lockdown. <laughs> so we actually spent the start of lockdown, uh, sorry, the start of lockdown one on top of a pylon in the middle of like The Banbury. first few minutes, as soon as it was announced, we were like on a pylon. Like, and it was just a mad one. Yeah. I remember getting a message off someone one minute Literally yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. minute into lockdown going, oh, how <laughs> dare you be out during lockdown? Like proper stressing about it. And if you're listening, you know who you are. You know who you are. And they were just dead stressing. And me and Charlie were just creasing because like, I was up there for a minute. I didn't even know lockdown had started. What do you expect me to do? Teleport home as soon as lockdown started. But we were like already on the way to Wales, innit? Yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah. there's no way we're wasting this trip. Yeah, definitely. Like we're both content creators. This is what we want to do. Yeah. Like we just decided we was going to go and do it so we drove to wales that night um we, we just we ended up getting to brecon yeah so we went on like these hills um almost close to the mountains um and we ended up camping on top of a hill and meeting some guy in like a little truck thing but yeah that was like we ended up just getting to wales do you remember that little video with us dancing in the mountains yeah, yeah i do yeah <laughs> yeah so we ended up doing that we was going to climb a mountain but i think we ended up realizing that we didn't have enough um like equipment like, for yeah. it and the weather wasn't looking facilities. great yeah, literally, man. But yeah, we spent a little while in Wales. And then the first thing we did was went to an abandoned hospital in Wales. Yeah. Do you remember um, that? Yeah. Uh, so we basically had insight from one of our friends uh, who'd recently, well, I say recently, like a couple months before had been to Wales, um, basically told us that there was an abandoned hospital. Uh, we didn't really have anything to do. So we were like, OK, yeah, let's just let's just see how it goes. and We'll just go there. Um, we got there. We got in. Everything was fine. We started exploring uh, we knew that there was security on site. We didn't quite know where. Normally when we do things like this, we have a rough idea. But this time we literally had like no clue. Um, we basically were just walking around this like uh, abandoned hospital. We managed to explore like a fair amount of it. Majority. It, yeah, it was like, it was quite a, like a, like an old, old building. And it was quite crumbled. Like a lot of the roof had been like knocked down. Yeah, you stepped um, on a bit. And do you remember it? And I you do, fell from yeah, underneath your yeah. foot to get well there was like a one part where you go up the stairs we wanted to cross over to this like extra room across this hallway but the hallway whole floor had just been collapsed um so we had to like slide like shuffle across this like window ledge which was <laughs> like measly measly thin like it was probably like two three inches at a push like like the thickness and our shoes like had to go across that um we managed to firm it like we got across all well and good i mean i I stepped on it and a slab literally fell off from one story to the other. Like, yeah, and like, remember your face? It was just. So it it could have been me. Like that literally could have <laughs> been me. Um, but yeah, that was all. That was all fun and games until um, we realised that it was a. Well, we saw a police car and <laughs> we realised as we left. Well, we thought the police car was for us and somebody had called the police on seeing us in there. It wasn't. It was a police training ground, um, <laughs> which we had no idea about until we actually left the site. That and we saw a sign in yeah. it that said "Police Training Ground, Do Not Enter." Like yeah. basically, like property of like the police and everything. So it's like where they actually go to do. There was actually a few buildings intact. I think it's where they learn to do like building, like yeah, yeah, maneuvers yeah. and Definitely. stuff. I don't know how it works, but yeah, it was like a police training ground. It was peak. But yeah, we managed to just. Well, luckily enough. We didn't have any contact with the police that time. We managed to leave, get back in Jordan's car. And I think as we were driving back past the, the site, as we were leaving, I think that's when we realised that it was a police training ground because we saw a sign and we were like, oh, <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah, and we were just gassed because we got away. Like, yeah. we just, It could have been so much worse. Imagine we were in fatal. there and then just saw like 
20, 30 police officers yeah, like, like running around. Like tasers. Like, it might have, yeah, it might have even been like, I think, it, I don't even think it might have been armed police. Like, it could have yeah, been like fully. an armed police training ground as well because obviously they do building clearances and stuff Imagine like that Imagine we're just taking well. photos and you just get clapped. Like, and uh, they just boot the door yeah, in and like fully. throw a flashbang in or something. <laughs> but yeah, like that was the first bando we kind of did on this little trip. But we've actually got quite a few little stories from loads of little abandoned buildings that we touched. So this was like the Midlands lurk all into one. And the first one I want to talk about was a little Jewish school. I don't remember where it was, but a little Jewish school. And I'll let you start this one off. Um, oh, I can't really remember too clearly on where it was or like why we were there. Um, I think it was one of the first things we explored on this like Midlands lurk, as Jordan yeah, says. Yeah, it was. It was, um, yeah, we just, I'd, I'd heard a few things about it, seen a few photos and I was like, this seems pretty cool. Like I want to go and visit it. Um, it had been on like my list for quite a while. Um, and this was like pretty much like just after Jordan passed his test. So like, I, know I was we, fresh out. Yeah, we, we had a car. Um, we had like, we had motivation to go and do stuff. So we were like, okay, let's just go and do it. Um, we got to the the like abandoned school because we couldn't find it for a while. Do you remember we yeah, walked through yeah, that yeah, person's yeah. garden? Yeah, we did. We did. We walked through someone's garden and like. They offered, oh, what did they offer us? Like food. He was like, like do you want to just stay and have a chat? Like he yeah. was asking us to stay. Some like really sus guy. Like he was, he was like, the nicest vibes. guy. Yeah, he was the nicest guy. Like he was completely fine with us. Um, but yeah, like really, really sus. Um, then we were like, no, not really. <laughs> so we left and then we found the actual place where we needed to be, which was like basically where we were in the first place. It was just like a left turn instead of a right. Um the way into this place was a bit of a tricky one. Like it wasn't something. There that was you a find. moat. Yeah, there was a full-on like moat around this whole school. Like a big, like a big river around the whole thing. Yeah, fully. Like we had to cross a river. Like there were so many ways. Well, there was like a couple bridges, but the problem with the bridges, there were like, like directly onto like security grounds, which we would have been caught on. <laughs> But the one main problem with one of these bridges... The only possible yeah, bridge, by okay, the way. Yeah, so, like, everything else was, like, a no-go unless you wanted to just, like... It was, like, a suicide mission. You get caught straight away if you go any other way. So we decided to go across this one bridge, getting over completely fine. Um, bit of, like, anti-climb paint here and there, but we managed to get over it nice and easily. Um, we spent probably about half an hour in the school um, just walking around... Yeah, because we we snuck into yeah. one building, it we like snuck through like a little glass panel on the floor, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. got into like the sports hall slash cafeteria area, and like that was pretty cool. Do you remember like the little mugs? Like as you go in, there were yeah. like yeah, taps, yeah. and then attached to each tap there was a mug on a chain. Yeah. yeah so like yeah. every time I'm guessing the kids come in, they filled up their mugs, drunk it, put the mug down, left. Like that's yeah. pretty mad, isn't it? They have like it's little crazy. mugs. Um, weird. But yeah, we basically just explored that for a bit. Uh, didn't really come across anything too interesting. We the should building, definitely go back. There's more oh, to do. There's so much more to do. The only bits that we got to explore was pretty wiped out. I think we like explored maybe like a dinner hall or like yeah, a, it was the dinner hall. Yeah, something like that. Uh, we did try and get into a sports hall, but we couldn't get in. There was a lot of the part. A lot of like the parts of the building were very, very like structurally stable. So like there wasn't really any ways in as such. Um, so after that, we kind of just like decided to leave. Um, we saw the groundskeeper is the reason yeah, we ended oh, okay. up leaving. Okay, there was yeah, like a security did, guard did. slash groundskeeper yeah. there. Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, there wasn't really much to do. We saw the groundskeeper. Obviously, that's He was coming to towards us in his little car. Oh, thing. he did in his little yeah, golf in, buggy. In his little golf buggy yeah, towards yeah, yeah. us. And we panicked and ran back to the bridge. Okay, so I'm actually going to let Jordan explain what happened to him <laughs> oh, yeah, on you the better, bridge. Because you know, it's in, his story. In a bad way. Right. Basically, 
I was running from this security guard, and the whole time I was telling Charlie that this bridge was calm. I was like, bro, like, stop stressing. Just get over that bridge fast. Like, it's minor. It was, it was stable Cause enough. Because wibbly-wobbly fences, as previously spoke about on this podcast, were, like, attached via these little nails into the wall. So I thought they were blessed. Like, we had to climb on the side of said bridge. It wasn't like a walk over the top. We had to climb on against the side concrete of the bridge. And because we were panicking, like... I was telling Charlie the whole time this fence is going to be fine. Like, just hurry up, hurry up. We're going to get caught. And to my absolute dismay and displeasure, I grabbed this wibbly wobbly fence, the one that I was telling Charlie was stable the whole time. It literally pings, didn't it? It, it wasn't yeah, like, like a, a it, slip out. It no, 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 ping no. Like, out. It, it was held on like these prongs and they literally done distance. They just yeah. flew like out of this wall. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And, and in noise, doing so... I flew literally ass over tits into this water, into a river with my bag, my clothes on, my shoes on, everything. My camera equipment was in my bag. I was literally like, Charlie, I'm in. I had to climb out of the river that I'd just fallen in, running from a security guard. He's like running over to us. I then managed to like get out of the lake and we just, I squelch away. I run away squelching. The thing, like, probably one of the worst parts about it was it wasn't like clear water it was like it was mud it was, yeah it was thick mud at the bottom like it was disgusting was covered bro yeah like first day of the trip as well first day and i ruined my whole outfit <laughs> you're so lucky you had spare shoes yeah literally i i just so happened to bring spare shoes in this trip we got back to my car and turns out the security guard like didn't really follow us that further until yeah. a little bit later on but we're gonna get on that and we stood there for like half hour. I had to change my whole outfit. I had to put this swamp clothing in a bag. I had to literally dry out. I was. It was up to my like chest. We were there for like a good like half an hour, 45 minutes. Just, yeah, just cleaning, just, just yeah, drying just ourselves out, eating, yeah. chilling. And then on the way out, there's this guy come up to us. He like whipped around the corner and it was actually the groundskeeper. And he was like, what have you done to my fence? He was so <laughs> he was upset. Whinging. Like, he, was he was so upset. whinging about like, this fence. Like, yeah, fair enough. His fence did... <laughs> get separated from the bridge but like (laughs) he was so upset like he wasn't even angry he was just upset disappointed yeah like he was just sad and um he started chatting about calling the police and that yeah we were like sat in jordan's car at this point we were all like clean and dry we'd eaten we were basically ready to go anyway and his car pulled up aside which was him um he basically whips out his phone like just pink iphone 5c (laughs) he had a pink (laughs) iphone 5c and like you know, like the the uh, capture sound when you take a photo. I just heard it. Jordan's never slipped that car into first gear and driven off like that ever. Gee, like he was like proper granddad in it, wasn't yeah. he? He had his phone out, like you know how old people hold their phone with yeah, their yeah, hand, yeah. and then they're like finger tapping it. He was doing that, and I heard, <laughs> and he was fully trying to take pictures of us. And we were not allowing that, so we like yeah, we just drove off. I Mate, don't I Tokyo think... drift it. Yeah, fully like some. Like, we'll spin yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was a mad thing. Fast and Furious antics. Yeah. I don't think he followed us. Well, he probably did, but we kind of just got away. The KA quick. just whipped out yeah. quick time. Yeah, yeah that K. was mad. That was so funny. Like, I put it into first and just, mate, what's that What's Full that saying? Forward. Like, pedal, pedal, pedal to the metal. Yeah. Like, like put that. the pedal to the metal. Yeah, you know them ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways, <laughs> I, I whipped out of there, but yeah, that we need to go back for sure. We, oh, I'm not going to bait the name of it because I want to go back, but yeah. we need to go back. Now we've like, got this newfound experience. Like, it was a really like sick like building. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So we're going to go back there and you should see some content from there. But yeah, that was the, the Jewish school, which was quite fun. Um, moving on, the next little abandoned building we went to was a abandoned golf club 
It was actually a sick building. It was like yeah, a Tudor, yeah. a Tudor built building. You yeah. know the white and wood brown ones. Yeah, like a lot of the grounds around it were still in use. There's a golf course around it. Yeah. Uh, so like everything, there was quite a few buildings alongside this one. Um, it just looked like a like a mansion, like a oh, big it was mansion. Sick. It was so um, sick. We well, we probably spent about twenty five minutes trying to find a way in mm. uh, to just find an open window was, on one of the balconies. Yeah, it wasn't happening. Um, we basically just yeah just strolled in. The window was open. We just went in. We found like this little like crevice yeah, in yeah, one yeah. of the hallways. Like we found one way into one bit of the building, and then there was this like tiny little crevice we had to slip through. But there yeah. was like broken glass and stuff in it, so we were like trying to slip through this hole. And like Charlie was like grinding his leg on some grass, on some grass, on some glass. glass yeah. And I like had to put like a pallet against the wall for you yeah, to yeah, step yeah. on as you come through. Like it was, yeah, no, it was fine. We managed to get in. We pretty much explored the whole building. But whilst we were exploring, I think we just explored the bottom floor and we were like, all right, let's go up to the second floor. We got to the second floor and it got weird from here. Like there was like voodoo dolls left, <laughs> right and center. Like there was one in like a fire pit. There was one that would like, it was just strange. Like it wasn't even like that scary. It was just more Ooh. like, why are these here? Like, there were just teddies everywhere, weren't yeah, there? Like little there kids' just, teddies. There's just bare like teddies everywhere. <laughs> sick building though. It was well posh. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember like yeah. every like room had like a sick bathroom with yeah, like yeah, sick yeah. Like, hot tub bath thing. It was mad. Yeah, it was like it was really sick. And um, yeah, we just left, and that was pretty much that. Like pretty simple, yeah. pretty like straightforward. But it's just a weird one. Like it wasn't. It was just like a weird building, I guess. It was a weird vibe. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, the, yeah. there was a pool outside in the shape of like a guitar? Yeah, and it had been filled in. Yeah, it had been yeah. filled in. Like it was, it was a pretty weird building, but yeah, that was a, that was a strange one. That was actually quite sick. I, I've actually written down the location of that, so we should go back to that as well yeah, at some point. But definitely. Yeah, that was quite interesting. I, I mainly brought it up because of the, the dolls. Like, that was so weird. But yeah. we ended up going to our next one was an abandoned RAF station. Yeah, this and, was sick. Oh, this was a sick one, to be fair. Yeah. Like, so Charlie told me about it. He said he'd been there before, but never done the bit that he wanted to do. So this was like some proper, like, sleeky, sneaky mission, wasn't it? Like, we had to like, climb over that fence and then, yeah. like, avoid that security car. It was, like, partially active as an RAF base, but not enough to really be a problem for us. They were using it for storage, um, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, they basically started to use it for storage, um, but... The security was still really tight. Uh, they did start to use it as like a, a car ground. I'm not too sure what it was. Um, but yeah, there was like loads and loads of cars all parked on this runway. Like like thousands of cars all parked on this runway. Um, so we kind of just like... They, well, the thing that I wanted to get to was like a watchtower. Um, like an air traffic control yeah, yeah, tower. Yeah. I'd like... I've seen it so many times and I wanted to get into it so many times. I tried it a couple of times before and actually got chased out by security. So I thought... Like, yeah, I'm going to give it another go uh, with Jordan, which went successfully. We kind of, like, headed over. A woman in, like, a little office room saw us. I don't think she did anything. Did, do you reckon any? No, nothing. She, I, I she don't just know. probably saw us and thought, nah, like, it is what it is sort Random of thing. Random kids, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we got in, um, got a few photos. It was so sick. Yeah, it was, it like, was the sick. old boardrooms. Like, it yeah, was yeah, almost, yeah. like... It was dilapidated is a good word for it, but it had like all of the old documentation in it. It had like the old phones, all of the old buttons, like the proper corded phones. Yeah. Downstairs, it had like books and stuff. Like there was control rooms for the control. Oh, it was so sick. It was such yeah, a sick building. It, it was sick. Um, but yeah, we basically pretty much left. Um, I can't remember what happened with the security. Um, I know they knew we were there. Yeah, but like we got out and out yeah, before like, he had even quick. sort of mentioned anything. Yeah. 
uh, we end up walking along that road in the heat. It was like summer yeah, yeah. at this point, and we end up walking along this long ass road in the heat for time, yeah. trying to find out where we was going. But yeah, that was so sick. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That was so good. Um, so after that, we ended up actually going towards somewhere to sleep. So we were trying to find somewhere to sleep, and actually, yeah. we went into like this fisherman's grounds it was very private yeah it was like complete private fishing ground land and we thought it was like a nice little lake chill spot and we ended up trying to go there and we like they some fishermen walked past me like what are you doing here and we was just like we're finding somewhere to sleep and they were like you can't be here this is private land so we was like all right calm and then we just moved to somewhere else in the fishing ground didn't we um yeah basically just told us to leave we didn't we stayed and we actually found like a banging spot it was such a nice part. Yeah, well. it was ridiculous. It's really dark at this point as well, so it's hard yeah, to yeah. put a thing up in the dark. Um, do you want to see what happened? Yeah, yeah. So they basically come over and was like, yeah, you need to leave or we're calling the police, all this, all that. We moved and then they did it again and they found us again. So we was like, all right, fine, like we'll leave. And then we get into this other spot and like it was a pretty chill spot. It wasn't in the fisherman ground anymore, but... The, the funny thing is about this one is I've trusted my hammock my whole life. Like My hammock has supplied <laughs> me with enough comfy night sleep, yeah? But this night in particular, it was about 5am, I was completely dead asleep. All I remember hearing is like a... My rope, or knot, had untied in the middle of the night. I fell like two metres, hit the floor in my sleeping bag, in some thorns, nearly up rolled into the lake. And I just laid there and debated whether or not I just wanted to firm lay in there and sleep there whole night. But I didn't. Like, Ugh. I, I sleep... I slept with my headphones oh, in. So, like, my headphones were in, and, like, I heard it over my headphones, the FUD. I'm pretty sure I felt it. We hammocked to the same tree, and, like, I felt the tree wobble. I literally take one headphone out. I just go, bruv, are you good? And I just hear Jordan just go, I think my hammock's fallen. <laughs> he was so tired. We were both so, like, gone. I was gone. half asleep. And um, it, I just, I couldn't just remember bursting out laughing. Like, I look over with my torch, and he's just on the floor, like, in a little, like, <laughs> cocoon, like, sleeping bag, just wrapped up. And he's just there, like, Dying. I don't want to move. Yeah, and I was, it was like, so peak. Like, I heard the, the FUD very thoroughly through my headphones. And I, ah, oh, it was so funny. I just started creasing. <laughs> oh, man. It, honestly, it hurt me. It hurt me to this day, but. Yeah, like that was that was like a pee. I've never trusted it since. I've had to I've had to build up trust in my hammock again, to be honest. Like that was honestly so bad, to be honest. But like, I tell you what, what's the? F- I I'd say this is this next story is probably the funniest thing that I've experienced in abandoned building. Um, we like went to this like factory thing, and like this factory was just weird. Anyway, it was like a printing. It was like an old printing building. So they were like old prints there was like props and stuff there was like a bear costume and everything and we were just wandering around yeah and i popped my measly little head top around the corner and just see this like circus spinning wheel it was like one that you throw knives at wasn't it yeah it was like one you of throw them. knives at like you put someone into it you strap them in it looks like a like a hypnotizing thing yeah and then you spin people and i was like brov i'm going on that <laughs> charlie put me in it and spun me to within an inch of my life <laughs> i mean i tried to stop it but like the mechanism to actually stop it was completely broken it didn't exist so jordan was just there just had a spinning headache. and spinning and spinning so endlessly deep, i was trying to stop it but i just couldn't and like that's probably like the one of the funniest things i've ever found in an abandoned building yeah because we were just tickled by it for like yeah, 20 fully. minutes it's so funny um but yeah other than that the building was kind of boring not really much to it kind yeah. of just a big spinning wheel it was more like a that was like the only more, thing in it that yeah, was pretty fully, sick it's more funny than anything yeah it was it was actually a joke one like we was just imagine the scenes we're just chilling in this bando and we just find that but like this building was sick there were like old t-shirts and stuff yeah, yeah, printed yeah. 
Um, but other than those there couple things, there was tons of printed yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, it was pretty empty. Other than that, they were actually half demolishing it at the time as well. Yeah, so it was yeah, like yeah. it was getting demolished. But yeah, that was pretty cool. We've been to some pretty mad abandoned places in our life. A lot of abandoned hospitals and stuff. Um, a lot of like old derelict. Um, uh, what the word like uh, industrial buildings and stuff. But I think in terms of the weirdest thing, like funny weird I've ever experienced, it was that that guy that was telling us about the ghosts in the yeah. building. You yeah, can, yeah, you yeah, can tell definitely. Um, so I came down to Kent to visit Jordan. I think this was a Kent lurk. It was I a Kent lurk. This I was after the Midlands lurk. Yeah, this was way after all the Midlands lurk. I was like, okay, I haven't really... I've been to Kent a few times and I explored like a couple things which will be talked about soon. But basically we were like... Jordan said there was quite a few things here that we could like explore. And I was like, okay, I'm down. Let's just do it. So I basically got a train from my area all the way to Kent um, and basically stayed for like... Uh, nearly a week probably something like that um and we found well jordan knew about this abandoned hospital um we went in we explored it all was good and then we left and i don't know what like triggered us to talk to the security guard but we just decided to go and have a chat we with him. To wind him up. yeah like Can't we, lie. I, I, it was something like that and we just went over to him and we started having a chat and i remember standing there and like he wouldn't he wouldn't listen to us we were shouting like into this like office we couldn't hear anything so we start shaking the fence outside and i've never i can't even explain this okay so say there's a metal like grated door okay and then you just see these like meaty fingers coming through a letterbox and just like like Wiggling. tapping yeah like they were like yeah. tapping his letterbox he was like i'm here i'm here he yeah. was like some big african man like he was massive he was like i'm here i'm here and he was so like it was such like, an intimidating like yeah, it was, uh, it was so, so weird. weird. He, was going, he was going, come over here, come over. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything. Come inside, come like, inside. He knew what like, we were doing. While tapping his fingers against his letterbox. And we were like, I was like you know what? Let's no. go have a little chat with him. Oh, yeah, So trust. we did. And um, we were like, oh, can we go in? Like, can we go take some photos? He, he didn't like, know we'd been in the building at this yeah. point. We were like, oh, can we go into the building, take some photos? And he was just like, no, like, I'll get fired. And we respected that. And we were like, okay, it's cool. Um, well, we didn't respect him, but we didn't ask him first. <laughs> We'd already been in the building. We didn't go in after. That's the respect. But clearly, because he didn't know and no one knew. So clearly, exactly. he couldn't get fired for it. So we're Exactly. But if he would have let us in, he would have got fired. Therefore, we didn't go in. So <laughs> the reasoning he had for not letting us in this building, okay, get this. Okay, it could have been anything like, oh, the police will come. Oh, people will see you. None of that. It was the ghosts will eat you. He was so <laughs> determined that there was ghosts in his building. And apparently the ghosts had eaten explorers before. And um, He thought he, we were kids, man. Yeah, apparently they're like attracted to cameras, like these ghosts in this building. Didn't he go, oh, like you got to leave your cameras with yeah, me? He, he was like trying to say, he was like, he was yeah. like, if you go in, you have to leave your cameras with me. Yeah, he was like, your phone, your camera, just leave them here. So like that either means he's going to rob us or he's going to come into that building when we're in there. And just violate us he just kept changing his mind at one yeah. point he was going there's ghosts they're gonna eat you they're gonna eat you he was like someone got eight last week or something like this and then he was like you know what i'll take you in there but you have to leave yeah, your yeah. phones behind and yeah, all this like so he, he was gonna do something to us in there but he ended up actually being a really nice guy like he yeah. started telling us about his job and how that like he even suggested to like ask the owner if we was allowed in he yeah, was like yeah. i can give you his number and we ended up feeling kind of bad because we were just mocking this guy but it was just funny, man. Like, he was yeah. going, they're going to eat you and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, bro, I'm not a child. Like, he was so devote to it as well. Like, he was fully trying to back the whole claim. It was such a weird oh, one. bro. It's so funny. It's actually just jokes. Honestly, like, what a weird, weird man. 
But yeah, I think that's pretty much like concluded the stories we're going to be telling. Like they're just like a couple of the ones that we've experienced in our life. Probably some of the more funny ones. But we've got to the part of the podcast where I sort of just ask a few random off the cuff questions okay. for you. Yeah. Uh, just like a few weird ones. So right, these are always like the interesting ones, and we actually haven't like planned this at all. So these are all completely like okay, off cool. the cuff. So right, cool. okay, so. What would you say, like, out of all of your urbex slash traveling slash everything, what was your what's your most like your best experience or like one of the ones you've remembered for being good the most? My best experience is yeah. in like the one that I've just like, always you, like always bring remembered up, like, yeah, or yeah. thought about. Um, so uh, probably Norway. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Norway just as like COVID was becoming a thing. Um, it, yeah, it was just a really good trip. Like there wasn't anything. Like, in particular, the whole overall trip was just, like, spot on. Like, everything mm. went to plan. Uh, we managed to somehow blag our way onto the tallest building in Norway. Um, and, like, everything just went so smoothly. And it was, like, it was just perfect. Like, it was a spot on trip. And I would recommend Oslo to anyone. Um, it is, like, probably one of the best cities that I've been to. I haven't really been to many, but I guess it will still be, like, one of the top ones that I've been to. Like, even when I have explored and, like, traveled to more places. Like, it's just everyone's so friendly um yeah just a really nice place so like that whole trip was just probably one of my best experiences i've had whilst exploring and traveling yeah i'm jealous i didn't get to come on that one yeah Yeah, that's that's a good one fair enough it's a good one so on the contrary like yeah if you're thinking about bad things that have happened to you while climbing slash traveling what would you say some of the peak ones that have happened um one of the well okay there's actually a couple so one of the peak ones uh was i got arrested for nothing like literally nothing this is what i was hinting at earlier uh basically i had well i guess i was known to this one police officer for climbing i'm not sure why i'm not sure like how because i've never seen him before but he knew who i was um and i was standing outside of a building in london it was scalpel um none of us had the intention to do it I think one of my friends pretended to like run at the fence. I don't know why, but he just ran at the fence as a police car drove past. I got detained. I got arrested for literally nothing for standing there. I tried to like plead my point. I was like, I wasn't doing anything. I was just chilling. Wouldn't have it. Literally arrested. And that's pure chip on his shoulder, didn't it? Yeah. Like, and it's stupid because I like, I do wish I just went into the building site and just done it because if I did, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have been arrested if I tried it. So, yeah, just one of them ones. I reckon that's what added to my ban of City of London as well. Um, yeah, you really yeah, weren't happy about it, was he? Nah. Um, and another one was when I got thrown out of a hotel in Norway. Uh, it was freezing. It was minus six. Uh, the night, the previous night, we slept in hammocks in a forest with literally nothing. Oh, that's a story, actually. I, my shoelaces got eaten by something <laughs> because Toby, TW Visions, decided to go bear hunting with sausages. I said bear hunting. Yeah, fully, like... We were all in hammocks. It was freezing. He wanted to try and find bears. And like he just left sausages all around our camp what for no idiot. reason. Um, he also said that the fire would, like, like I don't know, distract them from our, like, camp. It didn't. It attracted them. And whatever whatever came, it done some damage. Like, it <laughs> ate my shoelaces. And I had to walk down this it whole mountain too. with no shoelace. I used a paracord to, like tie my shoes securely onto my feet was but, yeah. it super cold yeah no it was minus six bro it was <laughs> the coldest i've ever been but i don't know how did you feel like, how like cold i was did so you get? cold i was so cold my brain like stopped working throughout the night i'm sure of it really yeah but we super blagged chill. our way into a hotel the next night um toby's photoshop antics just done a mazza and just got us a hotel for the night um and like halfway through the night i remember i was in the bath 
and this woman just comes banging on the door in the bath. I was just chilling in the bath, man. I was in a free hotel. Like I was using all facilities, and um, she just goes like, "You lied to me." Like <laughs> she literally just hit me with that, and Toby <laughs> just starts creasing. And yeah, we were basically on the street. You we lied slept to me. In a uh, on a train station floor oh, for like seven out. hours, sort it was out. very very peak. Um, but yeah, fair could be worse. That's, yeah, it could be so much worse. That's fair enough, man. I, I appreciate that story. That's quite jokes. Yeah, man. Um, so my next question to you is: If you were an influencer type person okay, yeah. in this in this game, what would yeah. you say to the people starting what we do from the start? Um, or advice for anyone okay. really? My advice is don't beg it and don't listen to what people think. Like that's such a that's common such thing. Advice. That's such a common thing to say. Like, oh, don't listen to what people think. But there will be people, like tons of people, telling you what n- to do. And I know that is such like a niche thing to say because everyone says it. But believe me, don't listen because it, it won't get you anywhere. That's whatever they're telling you will benefit them. If they tell you, okay, I'm just gonna say it. If they tell you not to post a photo, okay. They're doing that for their sake, not 100%. yours, uh, because it's going to affect their lives, but it will affect yours differently and better. It will affect theirs worse. Just focus on yourself and just do what you think is best for you, because that's literally like you, you're, you're yourself, aren't you? Like you just got to do what's Shouldn't best be for worrying you. About yeah. like, as long as you're not being over the top, like posting step by step yeah, lines yeah. on how to do just urbex like, and stuff. Like keep it to yourself. There but are some also, people like, are proper tight yeah. about it, aren't they? Just sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Shush, it? I mean, if you're really that like whingy about it, just like. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't really know what to just say to you. Just stop caring about other yeah. people's stuff, man. Just deal with your own stuff. You're not going to change anyone else's yeah, yeah, opinions yeah. by being moody all the time. And the stop begging it sort of thing, don't beg it, is if something doesn't go your way, just accept it. Don't beg it. Don't, like, force, like, success because that's not going to work. Like, okay, I'm just going to give you an example. Say you message a company, the company say no, and you're like, oh, but I don't even know how to explain it, actually. It's a weird one. You, you get what I mean. Like, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't try and force like things that aren't yeah, supposed to yeah, happen yeah, yeah. don't just go with the flow like yeah, at the end of the day if you're if you're like for example in this case trying to become like a professional photographer or something yeah, yeah. like being like completely butthurt and, and trying to force things with certain companies may end up leading you to make bad decisions yeah it's probably the best way to put it yeah literally just yeah that's probably my biggest like bit of advice just like do what's best for you not other people yeah absolutely no that's sick that's honestly i like i like hearing the advice from um, yeah, yeah. from people who come on because a lot of people in this game tend to have to have pretty good advice but i'm pretty sure that's that's everything have you got anything else to say before the podcast ends nah not really no, it's i mean been, it's been really nice yeah, having you man appreciate man. it yeah if you want to follow my instagram it is oda okay you cool. um yeah Nice Brilliant. One. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, man. You've honestly honestly got some sick yeah, stories. No, but yeah, thank you guys for listening anyway. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, again, if you want to follow my social media at housey.underscore on Instagram, that's H O W E S Y dot underscore. My YouTube's the same, but just housey, no dot underscore. Uh, and you'll be able to find any of my other social media through there. I hope you've t- uh, enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to share this about. It really does help me out. But yeah, I'm so glad you've been listening. I've been Jordan. This has been Charlie. Thank you so much and have the best day ever. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.